Welcome to the Planes, Planes, and More Planes podcast. I'm your host, Gregory Gerard. Today we're going to be diving into a brand new mini-series where we take a look at the top five planes that changed the world. This week we'll be starting our countdown with the Wright Flyer. The Wright Flyer is probably one of the most publicly known aircraft in history. If you did a family feud-style survey asking people to name an airplane, you'd likely get a few people who would name the Wright Flyer. The Flyer's notoriety is due to its status as being the first ever controllable, engine-powered, manned airplane that successfully flew. The plane was built by Orville and Wilbur Wright, two bicycle salesmen and repairs from Ohio who also developed the standard three-axis control system, that being pitch, yaw, and roll controlled by elevators, ailerons, and rudders, that is still used on airplanes today. But what makes the Wright Flyer really special? Well, let's imagine working on a group project for a second. Think of other things that tend to go wrong. Someone doesn't contribute, someone does a bunch of work and then is sick on presentation day, your presentation doesn't load. That was the experience of early aviation. Early aviation pioneers would build various machines and gliders in hopes that they could be the one to make the breakthrough, and others would build on their ideas and contributions if they shared them. However, if something went wrong during a test, you usually didn't get a second try. When the Wright brothers finally got their plane to fly, it symbolized the end of that group effort. Personally, I find the story of early aviation and the Wright Flyer quite inspiring. Orville, Wilbur, and the other aviation pioneers never gave up, so why should I? However, that's not all the Wright Flyer did for aviation. Having a powered airplane that people could control safely was really important development in history. People now use airplanes daily for travel and mail delivery, and play a key role in military exercises. But none of that was even imaginable to someone in the 1900s. If you have the ability, take a look at the flyer. Does it even look like a plane? Sure, it has some wings and a few other parts, but it really doesn't look like a plane, does it? So how did we get to where we are today? Well, thank the right flyer. See, the Wrights had already began work on an updated version of the Wright Flyer not long after the initial flight in 1903. By 1905, they'd already developed two new models of the Wright Flyer called the Flyer 2 and the Flyer 3. In 1908, the Wrights went to Europe to show off their plane, inspiring many aviation enthusiasts to build their own planes and experiment with more designs. The Wrights also patented a lot of their work, forcing other aviators to create new or improved versions of the Wrights' technology. All of these developments kept improving the design and the look of the airplane, and new models and styles of planes were created. Every single plane today was technically influenced in some way by the Wright Flyer. If you ever do get the chance, make your way down to the Air and Space Museum at the Smithsonian in Washington, D.C. The original Wright Flyer is there on display at one of the exhibits. My experience was surreal and one of the main reasons I really got into aviation and history. It certainly changed my world, and that was over a hundred years since it flew. If anything, that's the true legacy of the Wright Flyer. It makes you stop and think about everything going on. Think about how we got to our present day, and how everyone made it possible. And it really gets you thinking about other objects too. How cars, house building, technology in general has all evolved. It really does change your perspective of the past, and what's going to happen in the future. So that's what the Wright Flyer is all about. It's that starting point, and that ending point. It ended the quest to be the first to fly, but it started the entire aviation industry. 
it started and inspired many to get into aviation and to build and develop their own planes and inventions. But most importantly, it started a legacy that makes people reflect and take the time to think about their history, take time to honor those that came before them and work to make technology and aircraft as safe and impressive as it is. That concludes our first episode of our five-part mini-series on the Planes, Planes, and More podcast. Tune in next week to see plane number four on our list. Until then, I've been Gregory Gerard. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Mm-hmm.